Hey guys, so today's going to be a, a short one, and uh, basically I just want to talk about um, a very common question that pops up, which is, oh, do I need a more powerful strobe? And the reason why I wanted to clarify a few things about, you know, buying a more powerful strobe is, um, before you go out and, you know, splurge on uh, new new gadgets and toys, you really need to consider, like, oh, how how often are you going to be using that? Um, it this came about a conversation with a fellow photographer where it's like buying a MacBook, basically. Um, if you're using that MacBook uh, mainly for tethering, um, then you don't really need to go out and buy the MacBook with the with the most powerful specs. And I think that goes with lights as well. I mean, having something that's you know above 500 watts is nice to have on location. But you'll find that for most of the time, um, that's just in in your pack, and um, you're probably better off shooting a, at a better time of the day than um, you are with a more powerful strobe. Now, you know, I'm not saying that's useless, and it's definitely not, because, you know, with uh, other than just pumping that uh, 500 watt or 1000 watt strobe up in the ceiling, um, when you need to for, for, for a fill flash, um, you know, you can also be very creative with a, a strobe like that. You can create, you know, a late afternoon look. Um, you know, there's a, there's tons of things you can do with a powerful strobe. But if you're shooting mainly RE, you're not going to be doing that that much. Because, you know, um, from the money of, of these jobs, uh, from the time restrictions, you know, most of the time you're really using that powerful strobe to kind of um, fight these uh, lighting limitations or um, just the limitations from from the space um, so I, I, this is just my opinion but I have an 8600 Pro that I use on location and um, this is mainly just for the product and architectural interiors work that I do on location but it it's rarely used and my workhorse is the 8200 pro uh or sorry 8200 i don't have a pro what am i talking about <laughs> um the 8200s and um i find that for most scenarios in interior photography the 8200 pro is quite um sufficient so um i'm not telling anyone hey don't buy the 600 pro go out and get the 200 pro but you know consider really what you're shooting and i mean it's it, if you're shooting with um with an assistant and you're always I, like i don't i don't drive so i'm always um uh calling a um a driver to to pick up me up for uh, to to drive me to location and having a lot of gear sometimes is a pain because you're always like packing and unpacking and, and so forth but um if you know if you if you drive and you have an assistant that's willing to um carry extra equipment um and mind you it's not just domestic work too right you're like some of you guys are like flying overseas um you know you got to ask yourself are you willing to bring equipment that's most likely not going to be used and also risk getting that damaged right so um 
you know, I, I, I tend to go with the 200s because I think, first of all, if I, I have a couple of 200s, I have four 200s, and if I don't have enough power, I just double them up to get 400 watts, um, or you can even <laughs> triple them up or quadruple them up, whatever. But the thing is, the, the size of four 8200s is practically the same size as carrying... Um, a 8600 Pro with all the accessories. Um, and mind you, you have more power with four 8200s. So, um, you know, for me, it's a no-brainer. Um, but it is nice to have a 600 Pro at times because, like I said, you can get really creative with it. And sometimes you do need that extra um, power and you don't want to be setting up like four lights on a stand and etc. Um, so if you have that luxury of bringing an assistant to your work um, and, or the fact that you don't mind just carrying extra equipment with you, it's, you know, you can consider that. But if you're thinking, oh, I'm going to buy the 8600 Pro and that will be now my new workhorse of light, um, you know, think again, because it's not going to be a workhorse of light, especially if you're doing a lot of handheld work. Imagine like carrying that around. You know, you'll definitely tire out like really, really quickly. Like even if you have on a stand, right? Because it's 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 significantly much heavier. Um, yeah. So with that said, um, consider something in the two hundred to three hundred watt range because of the size difference, um, and also the refresh rates for these lights are quite fast too. Um, unlike, you know, pumping at full power with the speed lights. Um, I, I, I can understand why uh, a lot of you that are using speed lights want to move away from speed lights. But, you know, then again, think about why you want to use the speed lights because of the convenience, um, the weight, um, you know, and also how you can pack so many of them in your pack. And it's just a lot versatile using speed lights at times, too. Um, yeah, and uh, so I, I mean, I only use my 8600 Pro like maybe 10% of the, year, the time of the year. So you, before you go out and spend those hard-earned money um, on, your, on your next purchase for a big, powerful stroke, do keep that in mind. Um, the other thing I wanted to do is um, I wanted to compare slightly because I, I've got a I worked with the Profoto D1s and the 8600 Pros for quite some, some time now. And um, they're both great lights, and there's been a lot of debate on what's a better brand. And quite frankly, I think it's true. Um, the market uh, for these lights are directed to different clientele. Um, but I'm seeing more and more professional photographers heading towards the Godox system. And I think because the so-called, um, the, the core values that, that Profoto claims its, uh, um, its brand and its products um, has is not as important as it used to be. Um, and I think what I mean by that is, for example, um, because technology is moving very, very fast, um, 
you know, back in the day, like before, even before when I started photography, you would buy a set of lights and they'll probably last you 20 years. And nowadays, a set of lights will probably last you two to three years. And then you're looking for an upgrade if it's not broken. So whether or not these lights will last you like 10 years or not, is not going to be that significant. And mind you, I mean, sure, the Godox brand, the probably physically the quality is not as good as the Profoto brand but or brown color. But, you know, they'll definitely last you four to five years. Like my last, my, my 8360s lasted me seven years. And, um, and the, the lights itself did not break down. And actually the cords started to, to wear a bit and I couldn't find replacements. So that's why I, I just um, sold it to a buddy who um, didn't mind my, you know, the, the, the cords were in a worn state. But... Um, yeah, so the thing is, a lot of people talk about like the color or the power inconsistencies of Chinese lights. Um, quite frankly, that exists in uh, Profoto as well. Um, I have a really terrible time adjusting or matching power with the D1s. And especially when it gets a bit older, um, that problem is going to exist, I think, with any brand. So <clears throat> I think one of the things with, with power consistencies, it's, it's important that you're not always shooting at full power. Uh, I think that's true for any brand. Um, but with color um, inconsistencies, um, I think Godox is doing a pretty good job with a new color temp um, stabilization mode. And, you know, just my two cents, I, I just think that if, if other than that, you're not really getting much that much of a difference in terms of uh, features um you know you got to ask yourself are you willing to pay like five to six times the price you pay for a godox for a profoto and sometimes with certain equipment it's it's even more than that um I mean, if you, if you really think, oh, well, I'm going to buy these lights and I'll be using them for 10 to 15 years, um, sure, go ahead. Go, definitely go for, you know, the high-end uh, quality uh, brand. But, you know, if you think that most likely in two or three years there's new technology coming out and, uh, you know, I'm, you're a gadget guy and you're most likely going to be upgrading, then... I, I don't see a, an issue with Godox at all. I have I mean there there's some people saying how they have really bad backend servers service, and I think in if you're living in North America or Australia or Europe that may be the case, um, and it's it's a little bit of a, a luck thing you know when you're buying these Chinese lights and um, you know at the moment that's that's a pity. And, but I think in the next two, three years, they're going to they're gonna fix that, and hopefully sooner. Um, I've, I mean, I've spoken to Godox um, in China personally, and they have been really sincere about, you know, just making sure that you, photographers um, trust their equipment and trust their quality and they've been really good with the warranty and it's just a matter of time where they can kind of spread this um, back-end service to the rest of the world 
um, like Profoto does. Profoto is really good with that. Um, I, I've had some backend service with experience with Profoto, and yes, they're very good with um, warranties and just and making sure equipment um, get to you on time um, after repairs and stuff like that. Um, you know, the other thing you got to remember too is <clears throat> photography isn't the same as it used to be back 10, 20 years ago. I was making a lot more money back then. Um, and the prices are of, of your work, unless you're selling art. Um, but if you're selling commercial work, um, you're either doing a lot less work or that your the, the, the prices you can charge have dropped significantly. And work like um, in real estate or in product photography or food photography is definitely the case. Um, so the thing is you want to make sure that you're also spending wisely in your business and you know and this that's this is one of those purchases that can make or break you too because you're not talking about just like one light you know if you're buying into the Profoto system your whole system will be Profoto if you're buying into the Godox system I'm sure you know I mean you can mix these lights around. Sometimes I mix my Godox with Profoto as well, but you're most likely going to have a set of Profotos or a set of Godox um, or both. <laughs> but the thing is, you'll be buying more than one light and things can add up. So yeah, do keep that in mind. And um, I think if you're kind of juggling with that decision, most likely you don't need it yet. Um, or that the cost of these lights is um, more of a desire to own a brand name product than a need to own the equipment to, to get the job done. And um, so, you know, just be careful with that. Um, the, the thing also, it's, it's sort of like buying um, brand name stuff like, uh, like, for example, like, like an Arca Swiss um, gearhead, which I don't own. Can you get the job done without it? Definitely, right? Um, you know, a lot of great photographers that I see on these forums are using like Medfrotto Jr. heads or the, even the Benro gearheads. Um, which are less, much less in price than any of the Arca gearheads. And, you know, they still get the job done. It's not about the equipment. Um, it's about understanding what you're doing and understanding the environment you're shooting in. And if you have a very clear understanding of both, um, I don't think any technical um, limitation. I mean, it can be challenging, but it will not be something that will affect your shoot to a point where you can't shoot. So keep that in mind. And I think in the long run, and you know, with the uncertainty within the economy nowadays, it's best to keep that extra um, toy money in your pocket than it is to go out and buy something that you end up not using. So that's it for today. I'm going to keep it short. Um, I'm having an early start in my shoot here in Fukuoka, Japan. 
and hopefully I can get some photos or some videos out um, on my IG. And if you don't uh, follow me, please do. Uh, my IG is Paperfish Photo. Um, and I'll see you guys soon.